do we really know? I don't know about you, but I'm always wondering, am I there yet? Where am I going? And so this is how this all started. So join me as I explore this journey that we're all on to see where it is that this crazy life is taking us. Because one thing I'm sure of, every one of us have a story filled with broken pieces, bad decisions, and some ugly truths. But every one of us also have a story filled with a major comeback, peace, mm, peace, and grace that has saved all our lives. So join me as we continue on this journey Certification exam. And I was reflecting on my day, having a cup of tea. And I found myself thinking about a text I got around 7 p.m. from someone. And it was just one sentence Thank you for being a friend. To be very honest, I was surprised by the text. I, you know, I have a relationship with a person for years, professional, a little personal, but I wouldn't consider the person a friend. And I don't mean to take away from the person's character. It's just that at this point of my life, I have people in specific categories and I reserve the word friend 
for only people who I think should be called that. I, I really take the word very seriously. And so at, at this point in my life, I have people in categories, you know, I'm very much like that. Um, I have friends. I have close acquaintances. I have acquaintances and just people. I'm, I'm serious. And that friend circle is who? <laughs> because I have a lot of close acquaintances though. And they don't know that this is, they don't know this is my thought process, but I'm just opening up. Because the person said that, and my response was to send them like about five question signs because it took me by surprise. And my next words that I typed to them was, are you okay? You good? And they said, yes. They just wanted me to know they appreciate how I've been. And, and they said, I'm good. And I reflected on it. And then I said to them, you have to be a friend to attract friends. And that's something I've learned, especially in the last two or three years. Because you know how we have, the people have this thing to say that people have not been as good to them as they've been to the, you know, that people are never as good to me as I am to them. People always say that. But is that really the case? In, in my situation, I realized that I had a fixer complex, a savior complex, always being there for the person, always being the one to pick up the pieces, always solving somebody else's problem. And I think in a way it made me feel useful. It made me feel like I had a purpose in the, in the person's life. And then if something happens in my sphere, and I don't see the person reciprocating the way how I would run to their rescue, I immediately used to think that that person is not a good friend. And it took some growth and some understanding on my part to realize that that's, it, that, that's not the person's fault, you know? That's not the either. That, no. Mind you, some people are just crappy people. <laughs> They're takers. And we're not talking about the takers in our lives. We're talking about people who, they're not takers. They just have bad moments. And in the bad moments, you serve as a blessing to them. And that's a good thing. But I've learned to not dwell on the fact that I would expect the same from the other person. So I have learned to just be there for people without finding the need to fix them, to find a solution, to be the, 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 
come to the rescue of anyone. Just listen to them. Just give them some clarity. You don't have to fix the problem. Because sometimes people just want to be heard. People just want somebody to hear them. And I had to really consciously practice that. And to see it come back to me now with someone who says, thank you for being a friend. When I was just practicing that, and you, you know, you have a problem, I'm, I'm here. I, I listen to you, but I'm not going to try and rescue. If you ask me my opinion, I'll give you my opinion, but I'm not going to try and fix it. And it made me feel good about this new level of growth. You know, I did a podcast some months ago about being a friend. Are you a real friend? And I spoke about some issues I had with people who are not real friends, etc. But I found that I can't be complaining about people and who they are and and what they do or don't do. Um, it's a simple matter of just being a friend, learning to be a friend without being a rescue, laying aside my savior complex, not complaining that, and, and I used, I've done this, I've been one to say, my phone rings a lot from people who are having a bad day. And very rarely when they're having a good day do my phone ring. And to be honest, that annoyed the hell of me when I sat and assessed that. You know, they, they were telling me something good that happened. And the good thing happened four days ago or three days ago or a week ago. And I would literally be like, hmm, but when shit hits the fan in the heat of the moment, they would have called me. But when something fun is happening or something good has happened, they didn't call. But I had to learn to come to, to, to step back from the issue and realize that maybe I'm not the friend you call, you know, I'm the friend you call when you are falling apart and you need, you, you need help. And I need to be very specific or particular in how I help and who I help and if I help at all. Because sometimes you are helping people at the detriment of yourself. And I think I, I've done that. I will help people. Even, I will be, I will be limping, limping. And still crutch somebody up to take them along the journey while limping and lose, you know, losing a whole leg and still carrying somebody. I really had to learn to stop that. Stop going the extra mile. And they're like, and, and I know you're probably thinking, why wouldn't you go the extra mile? There, it's a matter of mental wellness, mental health. At a certain point, 
saving someone. You know, like when they teach you how to swim and, and they, they, one of the things they teach you that if you see somebody drowning, there's a particular way in which you can step in to save that person. But if you're not careful with how you go about with this rescuing, you yourself will end up, the both of you will drown. And I had to learn that. So I don't know why at minutes to one, that is what come, came across my mind. My mind need to shut down and I'm going to, when I'm finished with this conversation, I'm going to have myself a quiet moment and settle my brain down before I go to sleep. But, you know, it, it, it felt good. It felt good that what I thought was just listening to the person and not being overly, you know, not feeling the need to go any further, actually help. You know, so this is about relationships, I guess. And it it is sometimes we have to look back look back on the relationships you have you've had some that have been sustained some that have not lasted and look at the relationships and the people that are gone whether you've left them or they've left you whether it's a romantic or just a platonic or just a friend male or female Not to see if you can fix it or, you know, but to, because when we do that, it's the child within us. It's the wanting somebody to rescue us, wanting somebody to pick up the phone, hoping they'll pick up the phone. But we need to look back on those relationships as without getting that emotional pang that because those relationships the best way to gain from them to learn from them is to just look back with peace look back with peace look back look back and make peace that's what I should be saying look back on those relationships and make peace because you don't necessarily want the friendship back. You don't want you don't want any of that. And sometimes we have to remember going forward that you need to remember not to give people too much too soon. Let the relationship build and, and stand the test of time. Because when we do that, you know what happened? Sometimes people forget the privilege it is that is you in their life. And when they forget that privilege, you're the one who's going to feel and take an advantage of. They've gone on with their life because they don't think they've done anything. 
and it it's when you're able to do that you find yourself surrounded by peaceful energy and you find that you're you have faith in the precise planning of how your life is going and you your your heart will open up to receive new relationships healthy relationship because you now know how to you now know how to balance you learn how to balance and that's oh balancing being learning how to balance Mm, that's something else. There's a little trick that I have. I don't know if it's a nice thing or a bad thing, but I've edited people in my phone. And I, I started to do this like maybe three years ago. But now I really do. And I edit the names in the phone. And in front of them or behind their name, I put bad news want something or here we go again in be behind or in front of their name and you watch how often they call and the reason they call i did an i did i did an experiment um some people <laughs> um if i ever lost my phone my friends are instructed you know to wipe my phone before people see these things um I've had I've like romantic relationships. I've had I have people saving my phone as I almost settled for less. <laughs> oh my god, I'm revealing too much. And uh, or or I I I almost made a grave mistake. But I, I, I I'm serious because sometimes you have to remember. Sometimes. You fall in, but every time if they call your phone and you look at it and you see that cover, you're you you're you you are living you intentionally mentally are prepared for the conversation that's about to happen. And then you find out if your assessment of the relationship or the person is justified. And if you find that you, you they're not Hmm. Then you change it, and you you know. It's simple as that. Facts over feelings. Don't let your emotions, you know, play with your your intelligence on the matter. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know why I'm rambling on this, but it it's think about it. Think think about everything I've said. It you know. I'm gonna. <laughs> Go 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 relax now. But I end with this with a reminder to just breathe. Because it's okay to not have everything figured out. And when you have these aha moments like I did this evening, that's something that I had made a mental and emotional decision to do 
that this was the first time I'm realizing the manifestation of it. As a result, you know, and I was thinking of my own mental health, my own self-preservation. Because none of us are perfect. None of us know everything. None of us can do the right things all the time. Because, you know, despite our best efforts at times, we will fail and fail miserably, especially at our relationships. I'm not talking romantic. I'm talking relationships on a whole. And sometimes we need to sit and, and assess and look back at the part we played in the failure. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It doesn't make us unworthy of friendships. It's a testimony that you've tried and you opened yourself up to people and you made you made an effort. And my friend, just the effort is everything. The effort is what matters most. And be proud of the things you've done and be proud. I'm very happy that I have this sort of a steadiness, calmness, rationalness um, that would cause someone to pick up the phone and call me when they're having a bad day. And it's up to me to know how to filter that, to know if when the person is talking, whether I can have make the time. That's another thing I've stopped doing. If someone calls and I do not have the time to listen, I will say so. Or if the phone rings and I can't take the call, I'm busy doing something, I will send a message to say, I will call you back. Because I'm one of those people who think, I know you have your cell phone with you, why aren't you answering? And I would get offended when people send me a message, I'll call you back or can't talk now. Because I used to be the person that if somebody calls, regardless of the time or the place, I would answer. I'm now learning to appreciate that boundary with the phone. I, I'm serious. I'm, 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 I'm I'm a month or two child 50 and I'm, I've just figured that one out that I don't have to answer the phone every time it rings. Yes. So. Uh, I'm going to finish playing Amos Lee. He is an artist that I just love. His songs are so simple and, and they're very is writing the songwriting skills and it's called all my friends and it's 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 kind of melancholy song but i love it so i'll continue and i'll bow with that i hope my rambling serves some purpose you know you know this 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 whole podcast for me is like therapy i get to talk things through and when i talk things through i get the epiphanies and I'm glad you're here on the journey with me as I continue to wonder if I'm there yet. Because this journey continues, peeps. It continues. It really continues. Face away.
for joining me on the next episode of Am I There Yet? Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And I'll see you on the next episode. I love this song. And I like my beat hard as today I'll do do. And it ain't nobody's business if I do. <laughs> Said it ain't nobody's business. Okay. See, I can sing and make it pretty. No singing, I promise you. Bye.